We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the NFL lineup building show for Superdraft.io. I am Stevie TPFL. It's been a you know easy kind of week with only baseball playoffs getting ready for NFL, and um, joined by the NBA guru himself getting ready for NBA season. Andy Means, how are you doing, my friend? I think we lost Andy again. Um, he's having technical. No. Oh, no. Hello. Am I back? Yep. There we go. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, I was, I, I said, I'm doing good. I wonder you're doing with new deadline. I'm doing good. Um, no sleep. No, last night was probably one of the roughest nights that I've had um, with the, with the little one, I jinxed it on the podcast saying that like I was going to get the most sleep last night, but um, yeah, you know, you, you don't, you don't, don't stay, don't say stuff out loud that you're thinking. Right. Yeah. I was, uh, I was seeing that you were like a, you said he's your little guy's a night owl too. And so are you. So I think that works out pretty well for your schedule. It works out um, for the most part, but 
you know, when nights that you want to sleep and you don't get any sleep, like those are the nights that it just doesn't work out at all. So, um, but anyway, um, how did, uh, how did week four treat you? Are you ready? Are you one of those people that are ready for week five to be here? I mean, I didn't have as much Christian McCaffrey. So that kind of sucked. And, but I mean, I cash in cash games. So it was, everything was fine. Not a big week, but nothing, nothing. Boy. Yeah. Um, I had a decent week. It wasn't the greatest week. I, I faded Gallman in a lot of spots thinking that he was going to be like 40% owned and he wasn't. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of overthink things. We talked about it on the podcast on Monday. So I feel like I kind of overthought, um, you know, playing him. So anyway, um, ready to get started here for week, week five. Week five. Yeah. And football season's flying by, man. 25% in, man. It's insane. So, um, as always on Superdraft, if you guys haven't checked it out, superdraft.io, promo code grinders. That way you get a 25% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Take advantage of the free money. I'm enjoying Superdraft. I did not do well on Superdraft last week. It was the first week that I did not do very well. Um, but this is one of those things where I'm excited to get back into it. I've, I've really enjoyed the showdown slates over there. I think it's a way different than um, all the other showdown slates. And um, it's just fun. I, I'm enjoying playing on Superdraft. And when you've been playing DFS, as long as I've been playing DFS, like just having fun every once in a while is nice. Yeah. And I mean, I, like we always talk about this, just the different formats always a, a benefit for me too. I just like if nothing else, it just rejuvenates you a little bit. Um, I still think there's a little edge on it, but I think like like I think Grant and I talked about last week a little like that's tightened up a little bit with their multiplier, so um, it, it makes it a little more challenging than it was like week one for sure. Oh, it's way it's way different compared to like the first three weeks, um, you know. So I, I think when we're looking at it overall general here you're using more of the like 1.2 and 1.3 multipliers just because there's not a lot of those 1.8, 1.9 guys. Um, and I feel like running back is the position that you're going to use those multipliers even less than other positions. I feel like wide receivers, there's still a bunch of value. Um, injuries are going to create value every week for every position. So let's, um, let's start here with quarterback. Is there a quarterback that's standing out to you this week as like your cash game guy on most sites? And, um, you know, is there anybody in this one to 1.3 multiplier that you like? Uh, I don't mind Wentz. Um, I like Kyler at 1.3 also going up against Cincinnati. They've just been, they've been atrocious against the pass this year through four weeks. I think second to last in pass defense DVOA. So I like Kyler at, uh, at 1.3. Um, I didn't notice any like egregious multiplier mistakes on Mahomes isn't on this slate. I think they're the Sunday night game against the Colts. Deshaun at 1.1 is a pretty, I think that's a pretty decent play too. So I'm probably sticking around this little range here. And I think I'm leaning towards Kyler. Yeah, I like him as well. There's not like a standout like option. Um, even like Chase Daniel, a guy that's going to be, you know, potentially starting here for Trubisky, he is 1.55. Like, I don't see like a 
unless I I, ju- I could have missed um, a two X multiplier quarterback that's going to start this week, but I don't think I did. I, I don't really see anybody in that yeah, um, two points. Luke Falk at one point five. Let's see what. Uh... Who's going uh, between those two guys yet? Who was it? You kind of cut Darnold. Darnold. Oh, we don't know. Like, he was cleared for non-contact. Um, but we don't really know if it's going to be Darnold or not. And if Darnold plays, I'll, I'll, shirt, I'll fire him up at 2X. I'll play him at 2X, no problem. <laughs> like Yeah, that Sam would be Darnold. the only guy I see at 2. Yeah, I, I like the Kyler Murray call. Um I like Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott, both in that game, uh, 1.25 and 1.35. I think those guys are interesting. Um, it sounds like Josh Allen's going to play, so we don't worry about that situation. If you believe in, you know, like Minnesota kind of bouncing back here, um, you know, maybe like a Kirk Cousins uh, at 1.4 against the Giants it is kind of interesting here. But in cash games, I'm probably playing like – I'm really debating on playing like um, Dak Prescott and cash at 1.35 or Rogers at 1.25. Yeah. I think that's the general range you're going to be in. Um, yeah. I don't see, I don't see anybody else. Um, just scrolling down here. There's a little further up here. Yeah. It's crazy that Daniel's at 1.55. Yeah. I don't, I think you're sticking in there. I'm, I'm going to probably go Wentz, Deshaun or Kyler. Um, that would be the my my pick of the litter, uh, those three guys. Um, but yeah, I think it's actually kind of bunched with when you factor in the multipliers. I think it's pretty bunched for the most part. I don't think there's a standout like cash quarterback this week. Um, I will say, you know, if you're if you're scrolling down a little bit, um, you know, Bridgewater against Tampa at one point four five, Minshew at one point four. Um, you know, Joe Flacco, one of the worst, <laughs> like ever um 1.6 like you know it doesn't it doesn't seem like you know you you get excited about it but like um 1.6 if he throws two touchdowns like you know that's not the worst thing in the world but for for cash game purposes um let's throw murray in there going up against that terrible cincinnati defense at 1.3 and hopefully Arizona bounces back here. Um, moving over to running backs, kind of staying in that same game. Um, like DJ, man, 1.3. Um, you, you have to kind of take advantage of that, right? That was the first name I was going to mention at 1.3. Um, yeah, that I, I don't see – because, like, Kamara and McCaffrey both at one. Like, those, like, on other, like, salary cap sites, those would be guys I'd be trying to get in first and foremost. But since there's no multiplier on either of those guys, I think Johnson at 1.3 is kind of the, the clear running back option for me. Johnson, right? You cut out again. <laughs> Man, what is going on with my – yeah, yeah, David it's, Johnson. It's been, hey, a lot, it's been a lot better. But, um, yeah, DJ, like, 1.3 – yeah, that's who I – yeah, I, I think he's the first cash game guy um, because the I think like the two – and there's a reason they have no multiplier, but the two top guys is like Kamara McCaffrey on this side or on the week. Um, 
would be guys I'd want on salary cap sites, but with no multiplier. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think it's definitely DJ at 1.3. I have no problem pairing him and Kyler. Yeah, me either. Um, since he's terrible. Um, is there anybody else? Like, obviously, McCaffrey's just going to get a ton of work every single week. He's not really going to have a multiplier. Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Kamara um, Zeke, all these guys, like your top end running backs, I feel like they're all in play, but I don't know if, like, um, if you're going to play these guys in, in cash games. Um, I think that th- there's always an argument. Um, but really quick, before I, I let you go here, I, I said the promo wrong. It's $10 deposit bonus using the promo code grinders, um, not the bonus percentage. So if you're signing up for superdraft.io, use the promo code grinders and you get 10 bucks. So that's on me. I said the wrong one. Um, other running backs that you like here for cash games? Uh, I like some bears guys, I think actually have some decent, some decent multipliers. Montgomery's 1.45 Cohen's, uh, 1.55. I think those guys are in play. Um, I just scrolled Gallman at one, four, even against Minnesota, I'm still a little interested there. Like he's just so heavily involved in the past game that I think you can, you can look at him. Aaron Jones at 1.4, I think is in play. Um, I don't think there's, I don't think there's an absolutely clear guy. Oh yeah. That, that was another one I was thinking of James White at 1.7. I really, really like him at 1.7. That was, uh, I think that would probably be the next guy I'd look at after David Johnson. Yeah. I like that one. Um, tough matchup for the running backs, Washington, really good run defense. I think that James White is very much in play this week. Um, depending on the health of James Connor, like Samuels might be interesting at 1.75 if Connor is limited at all. Um, I don't like Gallman. I would much rather play Philip Lindsay at 1.5. I love Philip Lindsay this week. He's one of my favorite plays. Um, so, you know, looking at running backs, um, I, I like your Aaron Jones call. Did you mention Mark Ingram? I think Mark Ingram's interesting against Pittsburgh. Um, he's 1.35. The carries are always up in the air when it comes to Mark Ingram, but I like these multipliers and I like taking advantage of like 1.3 plus, especially with running backs, because if I find, if I get a touchdown out of any of these guys at 1.3, I'm sitting better. Yeah. I did not bring him up. What'd you say Ingram's multiplier was? He's 1.3. 1.35. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I like that game in general, honestly. Like I, I had no idea just how bad Baltimore from just like, I know one of their games been against Kansas city. I had no idea how bad their defense has been through, the first four weeks, just like they're, they're 29th in DVOA through four weeks. The first, uh, or in 2017 and 2018, they finished year third. Like it's just, I don't know if this is small sample, if this is just the nature of the beast and the turnover of the roster and everything, but I had no idea they were this bad. I like that game in general to shoot out. And I, so I'd have no problem throwing Ingram in, in a cash game lineup. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's kind of decide on, let's kind of decide on like a um, second second running back here we have dj is there a guy you mentioned white at 1.7 do you trust him for cash games um what do we want to do here kind of with our with our second running back yeah i don't know that since it's a half point ppr site i'm not as thrilled with white on this site um maybe ingram yeah, I was thinking Ingram or Lindsay. Um, like Philip Lindsay, just the the volume, sheer volume alone um, in that game. Like up against the Chargers, who they've been good 
but they haven't been great. Like if you look at DVOA for the Chargers, they're 28th, they're 30th against the pass, 21st against the rush. And we know like Philip Lindsay is going to get the workload. So I think he's interesting. Um, do you, I, I, we'll go. Do you want to go Ingram or Lindsay? I'll, I'll leave Let's you to go. make the final decision. Let's go Ingram. All right. Um, so wide receiver, there's a ton of value this week on Super Draft. Um, we're going to have to see how it all kind of shapes out. You're going to have to probably get it right. But we're going to start with the value and work backwards this week. Um, Kirk is li- like likely not going to play. We know Ross is out. This is the same game, Arizona-Cincinnati. We have Alden Tate at 2X, and I feel like, you know, Keyshawn Johnson's going to be the Arizona guy that kind of steps in here. Everybody has their own opinion. But both of these guys are full 2X multipliers. What do you think about these cheap – I say cheap, but high multiplier guys in this Arizona-Cincinnati game? I mean, I have no problem playing those types of guys in cash games on a site like this just because that multiplier is almost like a little bit of a fail-safe too. You just – the production obviously doesn't have to be as as good, but it also makes their ceiling extremely high. So I would play those guys in either format, honestly. Um, these are the kind of things you need to take advantage of on this site when, because just the two X means more. Um, you know, if you look at like salary cap websites, they're, they're cheap, but like not bare, bare bones cheap. So that the two X multiplier is basically the equivalent of a punt price tag. And that's what, that's what we have here. So I like both of them. Yeah. We look at Auden Tate. Like we know that the injury happened to Ross. I, I think it happened in like the second quarter on Tate had 29% of the target share last week. So you know, 10 targets or six targets, just the same amount of targets as Tyler Boyd. Um, he ended up playing 93% of the snaps. Like he's going to be like, I, I feel like on Tate is the clear cut, you know, cash game option here. And as bad as since he's been, I think that this is not a terrible spot for them. You know, Arizona, not a good defense whatsoever. So I'm going to put Tate in here. I, I feel like you could potentially play Keyshawn Johnson in cash as well, but let's see how the rest of the build goes. Let's start at the top. Is there anybody in this one to 1.3 range that you really, really like? Uh, Mike, Michael Thomas at 1.1. I like, um, not a uh, Larry, uh, Larry Fitz at 1.3 would probably be there. I don't, maybe you go him instead of Keyshawn in the cash game build and just take that 1.3. I'd be fine with that. Um, I don't really see anyone else down there. Like Keenan's at 1.05. I'm always I'm always okay with him just because of the sheer volume he gets. Um, I would probably I would say if you if I have to answer, my next one would be would be um, Fitz at 1.3. Yeah, I like Fitz. Um, I'm there with you on that one. Um, I think that Stefan Diggs is interesting. Um, Sorry, daddy duty too. Um, <laughs> I think Stefan Diggs is interesting at 1.35. Um, you know, when we're looking at multipliers and we're getting into these, you know, situations of trying to find more multipliers, um, Josh Gordon up against that Washington secondary, he's 1.45. Um, you know, kind of scrolling down more, like Scantling would be very, very obvious if we get news that Devontae Adams is going to be out. He's kind of more on the doubtful side. So, like, Scantling's your other, like, clear-cut, you know, cash game option, I feel like, on Super Draft at 1.5. Yeah, no, what's – I was looking at those guys while you were talking for a second. Allison's at 1.75, like, great 
game stat candidates there with those multipliers um, that we can get into a little later. But yeah, if, if Adams is out, I'm I'm on the uh, MVS train with you as well. All right, we're gonna put Scantling in there and say yeah. that like at this point, Adams doubtful. Um, kind of scrolling down, like wide receiver is the position that I take advantage more of the multipliers than running backs, just because I feel like if you get a touchdown out of any of these guys, you're sitting really, really well. Um, is there any other of these guys? I feel like there's some really good tournament plays down here. Um, but is there any of these other guys that you like, you know, more of a cash game builder? Are we going to plug in fits here and just go full Arizona stack and cash? I would probably just go, I'd probably go fits. I don't see, I'm just scrolling down here a little bit. I don't think I see anybody else. That's like a glaring, a glaring play. So yeah, I think if I'm building that, I'd go fits. Um, just pulling up to see what they're, I just want to see. What I think the other guy that kind of is interesting is Alshon Jeffrey at 1.3. Um, yeah. Assuming that DJX is not going to come back this week, you know, with a matchup against the jets um, Jeffrey on a non PPR site, you know, his touchdown equity is always really high and you're kind of getting him at um, 1.3. So he's interesting. Yeah, I would be fine with that too. Um, yeah, I'm probably sticking to the guys that kind of, just kind of the pool we've talked about here with uh, for cash games. I don't, I don't see myself extending past that. There's like, you're not just, you're just not getting anything great here. Like when just you take advantage of the situations we have with these injuries, I'm assuming Adams will be out. So you play MBS, you play, uh, you play Tate also uh, at the two X. And I think um, going from there and you go fits, I think that those are, our, those are our three. I mean, Fitz would probably be the last one I take out and you can, we could have debates on who that should be, but those first two, I think are pretty obvious. Yeah. It's still early in the week too. It's Wednesday, but right now I think Fitz is your, your clear cut um, wide receiver three. But I think that also like, as you're going here, if we get some injuries um, like there's options like Sutton's 1.55, there's other options. Golden Tate coming into that offense, going to be in the slot, avoid um, some of the good corners from Minnesota. He's 1.65. So, you know, there's other options that we'll talk about when we get into like more of a tournament build. Um, tight end this week. There are some interesting high multiplier tight ends, but tight end, always a position that like I'm perfectly okay taking the high volume tight ends, but it's also very interesting this week too, because no Kansas city on the main slate means no Travis Kelsey. So. Yeah. And then you have Ertz and Ingram have no multiplier. Uh, so the, is this like Tyler Eifert or are we right doing the Arizona thing and playing him at 1.7? The touchdown equity is always really high for Eifert. So I never hate playing Eifert. Um, yeah. So he's always a guy that's interesting. Um, the other guy that, I'm really excited for for DFS this weekend, just in general, is Ben Watson, like, coming back. Yeah, what are you expecting really, out of that? Yeah. I was really sad, Andy, that, like, I, I opened up Superdraft um, this morning when I was looking through, you know, getting ready for the show, that Ben Watson was 1.5 and he wasn't 2X. Like, I was hoping that we were <laughs> going to get him as that 2X play. But what are we expecting? I have no idea. Like, it's the Patriots. But it seems like this would be a spot where, like, they haven't been using tight ends at all. Like, Ben Watson just slides right into that six-target role and hopefully a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I think six targets is going to be a little bit of a stretch. But, I mean, best-case scenario, I think that would that would be great. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that was good. A sharp move by them not, to not put him at two. 
the two X multiplier because he would have been really chalky. I think tight end. I think tight end does not have anything really obvious. Like even Waller's down at one point one in a in a difficult matchup against the Bears. So um, it's one of those things where I think I would if I'm playing on Super Draft this weekend, I would probably play Eifert in cash and like just straight up fade him in tournaments and just hope the ownership is heavy on there and just go with some of these other guys in like the one to one point three range. Yeah, I don't hate that idea. Also, I think that like you could play like an Andrews at 1.15 and just kind of hope he finds the end zone against Pittsburgh. Not a great team against tight ends. So I think that's another like safer cash game. Like Andrews is going to have targets, you know, you know, the, the potential is there, but for this bill, let's go Eifert. Like we've been attacking Arizona secondary all season where we know Ross is out. Like this might be a spot, you know, Andy Dalton loves, um, Eifert when he's in the red zone too. So um, that's it for the cash bill. We'll, we're going to leave the flex spot kind of open here. Um, I prefer running backs in the flex on most sites, but I'll say it again. I've said it many times about super draft. I feel like you can use wide receivers in the flex. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Just, I mean, you're searching for touchdowns really like we've been already been talking about. And man, just already looking at it right now, like how good of a tournament play at Tyler Boyd now. Oh, he's a great play. 1.2. Don't expect hardly anybody to play him over like Juju and Thielen and Boyd or um, Edelman, not Boyd. So like, um, yeah, there's obviously you could take advantage of these um, multipliers too to try to use them to your advantage. So um, before we get into like a tournament build here, we're going to build a couple tournament teams and then we'll open it up to chat to which game stack they want us to build like we usually do um the the youtube question was can you guys touch on the difference between super draft and the other dfs sites and obviously um (laughs) hey buddy (laughs) um obviously the biggest difference is no salary cap and you're using multipliers so like your top end options are going to be the guys with the least amount of multipliers where in DFS sites, those are, or other DFS sites, those are going to be your highest price players. Um, but taking advantage of the multipliers, I feel like is the biggest difference between Superdraft and the other sites. Yeah. And, and one thing too, to point out is like, it, it's a half point PPR site. So in terms of scoring, it's more like FanDuel in that regard, but they also throw in the bonuses uh, like a DK would do. So you get two points for a hundred yard rushing bonus. You get two points for the hundred yard receiving get two points for the 300 yard passing bonus. So um, keep that in mind too, because it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a mixture of a handful of different sites when it comes to scoring. I, I think that's one of the best parts about it too. Like if you're thinking about it, um, you know, you're getting, you're getting a nice mix. You're getting half point PPR, you're getting bonuses, and then you're getting multipliers for spots that you're really willing to like take shots on. So um my son loves Super Draft. He's so excited <laughs> to play on Super Draft. So, <laughs> um, what's the process of calculating players multipliers? Like, uh, obviously, it's risk reward, right? Yeah, like for, in terms of uh, in terms of like factoring in like to a projection or, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure the question, but I think like obviously, what you want to do when you're when you're doing this is get whatever projections you like to use. 
Um, like if you're using Cardi's blitz projections, you like get those and multiply them by the multipliers for the guys on Superdraft. Um, and then that's how you're going to really identify like some like egregiously mispriced players. That's what, and then obviously from that, you're going to see who's going to be garnering the most ownership. So it's a, uh, it's like what we're talking about with Tyler Boyd. I think like we're talking about Eifert, he's a 1.7. So he's probably going to carry a lot of ownership. We're talking about Tate, his teammate, who's going to, who's a two X multiplier. He's probably going to carry a lot of ownership. And just naturally since Boyd is only at 1.2 and you're already talking about his teammates are going to be chalky. That's where you can identify some, some leverage spots. Um, even for guys, because even we know Boyd, Boyd can get two touchdowns. He can go for, you know, 10 catches, 150 yards based on how much Dalton likes to throw to him. So even at 1.2, that's still going to pay off handsomely in tournaments. Yeah. Um, I, I think using projection systems, um, hey, he does not like being awake right now. Um, give me some of your tournament quarterbacks Why I text my wife and tell her to hurry up and get home. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, all right, so – Let's pull up quarterback here. Let's see who's what our multipliers are at. So yeah, um, no Mahomes on this slate, and he'd probably be a one X anyway. So I really like Jameis at one point two, going up against the Saints. Um, I like I like Matt Ryan at one point three. I like obviously you know I think Dalton is a good a good guy at one point three five. This game in general, I think it's probably going to be somewhat chalky as a game stack, but I think. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess it's a little early for me to say this, but I think Kyler would probably garner more ownership if people are game stacking that. Um, I think even Kirk Cousins, like if we look at uh, Kirk Cousins as a 1.4, if we look at uh, the Giants, they've really struggled against the pass this year, bottom 10 in DVOA. People just don't, I mean, we obviously know how much Minnesota wants to run the ball, but we got a little squeaky wheel going with Adam Thielen. Maybe they try to come out and throw it a little more this week. Um Bridgewater at 1.45 like I hate even mentioning it but I think he's in play like this uh this game is in New Orleans we know how how much better they play at home one of the higher team totals uh on the week for uh the you know for the Saints are up at 25 I think the Eagles and the Pats are up at 28 so they're projected to score about three and a half touchdowns uh I think Teddy Bridgewater I don't think people like him. I don't think people are going to play him, but 1.45 multiplier is one of the higher ones from any starting quarterback on this slate. So that's where I'm looking at. Um, I would play Chase Daniel, honestly, 1.55 too. Uh, his his uh, average depth of, you know, pass wasn't that high this past week, but I don't think they, you know, they obviously it was a surprise that they had to go to him in the first place. So um, those are some guys I'm looking at. Um, what do you think? How's your little man doing, Stevie? He's doing. Mama's home, so Mama's taking him. Um, she rushed home. All right, we're good. Um, he's not good, but I'm good. Um, <laughs> so listen to everything you're saying, even though I was trying to calm him down. Um, apologize, man. Like you know, you have these things where was my voice soothing for him? Did it help? I, I could have un. I should have unplugged an ear and like put it in. Like <laughs> you have such a soothing voice, but. Um, I think the way that you could approach it too, like Kirk Cousins is really interesting. Like you were mentioning the giants have been terrible against the past all season. And there's people to pair him with that have good multipliers as well. that have a ton of upside. So somebody like him is very interesting. Um, I think that Winston is interesting with people kind of um, with people kind of thinking like after that Dak game last week, 
you know, that we're going to see struggles out of Tampa. And, like, that that obviously could super happen. Like, I'm not saying that it can't. But Tampa has so many weapons. Like, they have so many pass catchers that are very talented that I feel like that's kind of where Dallas is struggling a little bit. Like, they have Cooper and then they have Witten kind of. So, like, there's people that you can pair with Winston. So, let's kind of build a Kirk Cousins team here really quick because uh, I do – I like that one. I like his multiplier. I like the matchup. Um, we're going to skip over running back really quick. We're going to go to wide receiver here. And I kind of already talked about Stefan Diggs when we were talking about it, but Stefan Diggs is 1.35. So I'm getting 1.4 multiplier on cousins and 1.35 on Diggs. And if we pair these two together and get a touchdown, and if there's a double dong, like we're, we're sailing here. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the ultimate, ultimate tournament play too on this team. Cause if anyone's going to, do a pass catcher with cousins it's going to be Thielen with all the chatter coming out about him not getting the ball and everything trying to I'm blanking on what who did they play last week they played they played the Bears yeah I was wondering why Cook had so many targets his targets were really spiked um that's kind of what the Bears want you to do so yeah I mean I I love I would play I would probably play both of those guys just because if you're doing a game stack, I would do both of the pass catchers and maybe maybe leave out Cook and just hope they, for whatever reason, they just completely go through the air. Um, but yeah, you're really banking on the multipliers here. What's Thielen? Thielen's one point one five. Yeah, I probably maybe I'd I'd probably just go at Cousins and Diggs honestly. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking initially. Um, yeah. And then I feel like running it back with Golden Tate like is where you run it back. Like where Minnesota struggles is is in the slot and like. Alexander is a terrible slot corner with Rhodes on the outside. You know, he's really, really solid. And Wayne's on the outside. Like we want to attack this team in the slot and we have no idea what's going to happen with golden Tate. But I feel like if we're playing tournaments and we're getting 1.65 multipliers, like that's where I want to attack this offense. Yeah. That's probably where Jones is going to feel more comfortable uh, dumping the ball off too on those short routes. So I, I'd also where I probably, I'm, I was looking at tight end where I was upset to see is that Ingram's only at one X. Like, I just don't know if I'm going to be wanting to do that. Uh, maybe it's one of those things. Are you want, are you trying to bring it back with anyone else on the giants? Like Ingram would be my next thought, but maybe just do Gallman. Yeah, I guess like you could do Gallman, do cousins, Diggs, Tate Gallman. Um, yeah. And just take advantage of the multipliers. So assuming that Barkley is going to be out, like he, he's super yeah, right. guy, like, <laughs> already feeling good and stuff so well they say um, four to eight weeks and he's trying to come back after like one or two <laughs> yeah it's insane so um but yeah i think gallman would be the guy so let, we have a, a potential game stack like started here let's look for another running back that we want to kind of pair you mentioned james white a little while ago um he's really really interesting even at the half point ppr yeah i just for, for whatever reason i'm not going to pretend to know like what's going on in the film or anything, but they're just not, they're just not able to run the ball even against bad run defenses. So I think this shapes up to be kind of a Brady game. Uh, and if it's a Brady game, you know, you're probably looking at James White or Rex Burkhead. So it's at 1.7, like he can, he can get enough volume to where it's okay. He can, he can, and if obviously he can just catch a screen pass and go 20 yards for a touchdown. Like I, at 1.7, the, the 1.7 is the key here, obviously. Like if he wasn't 1.7, we probably wouldn't, care too much but i think uh as far as tournament plays i think that's kind of right up right up our alley don't you think yeah right up the alley 
Um, <laughs> not much else to add. Did we lose you again? Or you're good. You you did say white, right? You kind of cut out for me. Maybe it's my internet now. Um, no, it's got to be me. Yeah, I said white. That's what I thought. Um, all right, we need another wide receiver. Um, now they're playing Washington, and Washington is very, very up in the air what we're going to be looking at here with wide receivers. But Richardson, McCollin, all these guys have 1.5 plus. If McCollin was going to play here, I wouldn't mind like making a, a mini stack on top of our stack here with like a McCollin. Yeah, I'm looking up. Let's see here. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, if I'm going to do anybody, it's probably Chris Thompson, but I just, it's another thing where it's a half point PPR site. So I don't love it, but I just, this new England defense is good, dude. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't They're like legit. Bringing, They're legit. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, like bringing like, I don't like Washington. So who knows who's even starting a quarterback? Like I'm kind of trying to avoid Washington. I'm, I would rather go Pat's onslaught. All right. Well, then let's not even worry about running it back. Let's just look for another wide receiver with a high multiplier here for tournaments. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk you off Washington. Like, but like even last week with him out, like it just didn't go according to plan. I just, I don't know. Now going up against New England, I just can't. I don't love it. It didn't go according to plan because Haskins is terrible. Like, let's just be realistic. And so's, and so's Keenum. <laughs> like, I but I would have rather Keenum be in there. I know what I'm getting at of Case Keenum. Like, yeah, Haskins yeah. was like it was just a bad spot to throw your, your rookie quarterback into, in my opinion. I don't know. Jay Gruden. Yeah. With, with, yeah. With their best, like a tackle was out. Um, uh, their best receiver was out like it, in the middle of the game. It made no sense. Yeah. Like just take your lumps with Keenum at that point. You're already on the hot yeah. seat. Like I know they want to see Haskins, but man, that was a, that was just, I was watching the game and I was mind blown. Um, you know, kind of taking advantage of stuff like AJ Brown had a big week last week. If um if Darno plays Sam Darno Darno, um he really he was really like focusing on Crowder before he got knocked out with Mono. Um, and Crowder's one point eight multiplier. I think he's a good tournament play. I was just kind of scrolling down here to look at tournament plays that have high multipliers. And like honestly. Tate is going to be a guy that I use in cash and I'm going to use him in tournaments a ton just because like, I don't care about eating chalk every once in a while, especially at two X multiplier. Yeah, I, I completely agree there. I'm, he would probably be someone I'd go all in on if you're making a bunch of lineups. I'm looking down here. I don't see anyone sticking out to me that I love down at the, at the high end of the, uh, I guess Allison would be the other one. We, we talked briefly about MVS, but assuming Adams is out, I do like Allison at 1.75. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that is obviously something that we're going to have to kind of monitor. But um, Anthony Brown, not a great slot corner. So Allison does have a good matchup. And it's just more volume than anything else. Um, uh, let's throw a wide receiver into this cat, this tournament build here. Um, you know, another guy that we haven't really talked about is Will Fuller. Like, he's kind of interesting mm -hmm. here. Like, the tournament-wise, when you're looking for big plays, like, Fuller's a guy that can score like a 40 yard touchdown. And at 1.65, like you're off to the races. Yeah, he just missed one last week, if I recall too. Uh, I think Watson just missed him on a long one. So yeah, I think he's the guy actually. I think you should plug him in. All right, let's plug him in. 
Uh, when we go through tight end here and look at a flex, if you guys want us to build a game stack in chat, just um, mention it in chat and we'll go through and build a game stack of a game that you guys want us to build. Whoever has the most votes will win. Um, tight end, you know, we kind of talked about Eifert for cash games and like we're, we're super we're super okay with that. There's another guy that I really like this week, Andy, and it makes me like it makes my my, my stomach already like I'm giving myself heartburn. Um, Can I guess? Yeah, sure. It's it's not a two is a it's not a two x multiplier, right? No, it's under two x. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Oh man, um, Jason Witten. I played Witten last week. Um, Jared Cook. You're close. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. <laughs> no, you're. you're, you're... Hey, I now if up. Andrews is out, I'll play Hurst. That's a ton of me. Um, I give up. I don't know what you mean by I'm getting close. I didn't know if I'm getting close by like multiplier by the first the letter of his fir- uh, first initial or what. You were close to the multiplier. I really like OJ <laughs> Howard this week. Like, oh man, he's give- he's been giving me fits. I don't know how to handle this dude. T- t- sell me on him. Well, I like both tight ends in this game. First of all, Tampa is allowing the second most fantasy points to tight ends. So if there's ever a week for Jared Cook to have a big game, like this would be a spot. But if we're thinking Mike Evans is going to get shut down by Lattimore, that that's going to be a matchup that is obviously talked about a lot this week. And I feel like a lot of people will, you know, say Chris Godwin in the slot. We want to attack PJ Williams. That's a hundred percent true. Like PJ Williams, bad. I want to attack that. Evans is going to get shadowed by Lattimore. We don't want to play Bobo Wilson on the other side of this game. So like we're, we're left with two guys. We're left with Godwin and we're left with OJ Howard. So OJ Howard or Cameron Brait, either one of those tight ends that have options, like have the ability to score touchdowns as, as tight ends. So when we look at New Orleans, they're 26 in DVOA against the pass. So it's not like this, they're this amazing pass defense, but they've been shutting down the run a lot. They're allowing the most fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Like we we want, we know, we know, let's be realistic. We know. Tampa is going to want to throw the ball in this game. They're not going to want to run the ball in this game a ton. So I think OJ Howard is interesting here. And it gives me, like I said, I already, I, my heart, like I have heartburn right now, um, but it gives me, it gives me like upside at 1.4 where I don't have a ton of upside at tight end this week. So like any of these tight ends that score a touchdown, you're in a good spot. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to play devil Adv- devil's advocate and just talk about how little like target share he sees, but like you're kind of, except for the guys who are one X like uh, Ingram Ertz and then maybe Waller, like everyone's pretty touchdown dependent at tight end this week. So like, if you just got to, I mean, you just got to get the one that, that scores, maybe he gets two. Um, there's just, once you get past those main three guys, I guess it's the, the position is all the same to me. So I, yeah, I would be fine with that. You just kind of chase the multipliers and hope you get lucky on the touchdown. Yeah. Like, you know, even like a guy like Cooper, who's been really good this season, who has that 1.3, like, Houston has allowed what the few fifth fewest fantasy points to tight ends this season. And like a lot of that's matchup driven, but like Hooper at 1.3 is a little interesting. Greg Olson with the young quarterback, like Allen has really liked, you know, throwing the ball to Greg Olson. And so like, I I think for this team though, we're going to throw in OJ Howard just because I went on a full rant and like, I feel like I have to get him in there now. So (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, um, we sit there and talk about, like, how oh, Eifert's the cash game play. Like, it's really just – he's as touchdown dependent as anybody else. It just happens to be a, a better matchup that is probably a little overblown anyways. Um, 
so flex spot is there anybody here like should we throw like Keyshawn johnson in there like our 2x wide receiver that we didn't play in cash that we'll throw yep. in tournaments yep yeah like i'm gonna use let's just be realistic i'm gonna use tate and Keyshawn a lot i'm gonna use them a lot <laughs> together um so like I, I don't hate this team we get the the stack with the minnesota giants game which you know we kind of like um we're getting james white we're taking advantage of multipliers white uh fuller howard and johnson so um we had zero requests for game stacks so is there another game stack that you want to build here like chat chat is failing us right now like there's nobody that um no game stacks that people want us to talk about I mean, I I was gonna say like a Cincinnati Arizona one, but we kind of did that in our cash game build already. So <laughs> um, it's such a it's such a high floor like cash build. Like yeah. I, I guess like we could potentially look at like a Falcons tight Texans um, game stack that has a really high total. Um, that's the highest one on the week. Let's do yeah. that one. I feel like that's gonna go low on for being the highest total on the week. Let's see. I gotta scroll over here. All right, so. Obviously, we got Watson and Ryan, 1.3 and 1.1 um, multipliers here. Um, which one do you prefer? Do we? I prefer Watson, 100%. But do you feel like the extra 0.2 multiplier is worth it for Matt Ryan? Uh, probably, and you just hope that they get there. Uh, maybe Watson throws a pick or two, loses a fumble. Just hope it brings a, that raw total down a little bit. I would – when I'm doing this, I'm going to try to use the multiplier if I can. Like they're they're close enough for me that I probably would go Ryan. Just hope they get behind a little bit and have to throw a ton, and he just kind of pays it off. All right, so let's go Ryan. Do we want to play either running back? <laughs> I mean, I I honestly don't even know what their uh, their multipliers are at. So let me. Freeman's one point four five. Hyde is one point seven, and Duke is one point seven five. I mean, I play Hyde in that type of thing and hope that he he's the one that puts him up a little bit. At 1.7, I don't hate it. All right. Well, for now, we're going to leave running backs off. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I would probably I prefer not you, to though. play a Carlos Hyde lineup. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, obviously, when we're looking at this game and we're looking at the wide receivers, Hopkins and Julio, they're both 1X. But the secondary options here are really interesting. Like, Ridley is 1.6. Fuller is 1.65. If Stills doesn't play, Kiki Kote is 2x. Um, like, there's some really – like, Sanu is 1.8. Like, I'm loving the multipliers here for these secondary options where a lot of people, when you see and you don't have a salary cap, will want to play a Julio Jones against a terrible – both, both all corners for Houston are terrible. Like this is going to be a game where Matt Ryan throws for three touchdowns. That's like a perfect reason why this is going to be a great stack too. Uh, Cause like, it's just, I don't know. I think the nature of some people would be, even if you're getting you know higher multipliers at some other spots, like just the name value there of Julio and Hopkins, maybe just leads them to just like reluctantly take one of them. But yeah, those three, you named to new, uh, Kiki Kuti and um, and Fuller, like especially Fuller. We already talked about him. I think we put him in a different lineup, but if we're game second this, I would for sure have Fuller in it. Now, do you want to put uh, Sanu or Ridley? They're what was Ridley, a 1.7 or something? 1.6. 1. Like they're, they're, Both of these guys have massive um, multipliers. I would probably do Ridley first. Yeah, I think the touchdown equity, the target equity, and like the, the point, like point per dollar, the 
the PPR value probably higher for Sanu, but like the, the touchdown equity, I feel like is higher for Ridley. And like, obviously you're going to have to see if stills is going to play or not. If Stills sits like Cote would be, you know, excellent in this stack as well at two X. Like if you're expecting this game to have the highest total, which it does, and you're expecting this game to be the highest scoring game. And we don't love the running backs, like just load up on the passing game. Like that, that's how, you know, and then you could play like an Austin Hooper at 1.3 at tight end and have just a full-on five-person game stack out of this game and have your lowest multiplier be 1.3. I love it. A full-on game stack with this with no Hopkins or Julio. It's awesome. Yeah, and, like, it's the highest total on the slate. And, like, yeah. what what type of ownership are we going to be looking at? Like, I think Will Fuller will have plenty of ownership this week. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he won't. But outside of Fuller, Cote could, if we get news that Stills is not going to play, and you know, like Cote could get ownership at two x, and but, but probably I not with like, those other guys we mentioned, like the Tates and the uh, the Keyshawns yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. So we did get some requests now for game stacks. Um, Baltimore and Pittsburgh is what you know we're we're kind of getting requests here for. So let's um let's look at a baltimore pittsburgh game stack um you already kind of mentioned baltimore's defense this season has been not very good let's just put it that way uh we'll we'll be we'll be nice um obviously anybody that goes to build a game stack with this game is going to put lamar jackson in so like if you play rudolph in your game stack you can do whatever you want with this game stack and it's already different um does Jalen Samuels have quarterback eligibility yet <laughs> <laughs> right um those little like dump off passes that we every, reception every time for James Conner like yeah uh, yeah you're right though uh yeah I would to just to be a little different you get the multiplier I would for sure go Rudolph uh ownership and alone like Rudolph's gonna be five percent owned and Jackson will probably be like 20 percent owned like so ownership alone like Rudolph might even be lower owned than that so and then like I don't mind Samuels you just got done we just kind of time to joking around about him but he's 1.75 here and when we look back to last week Connor still played 71 percent of the snaps and you know even though we felt like Samuels was out there a ton he was out there for 44 and a half percent of the snaps so it's not like he was out there a lot like the the guy that I'm worried about the most on the Steelers is like Juju. Like he should be like 1.5 x multiplier at this point. Yeah, that, that's what I don't I don't know what to do with him. But I think if nothing else, because his multiplier is low and he just didn't perform well in prime time, I think you probably get low ownership on him. Like I feel like if I'm gonna stack, if I'm gonna start my stack with Rudolph, like I pretty much, I don't know. I feel like I have to go with Juju. I don't know if that's uh, if that's fishy, but you tell me um yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like feels wrong like i don't know if i want to play juju in my stack yeah I, I, deontay johnson at 1.7 is really really interesting like you know this is the problem with this stack when you're looking at this stack in general it, it's really tough because like hollywood brown is 1.3 and like obviously you're putting him in there but like the tight end situation like you want to play andrews probably and he's 1.15 Vanette is 2x like this is probably not my favorite game stack yeah I don't I don't disagree with you there it's not fun when you actually get there down to building it out it's not my favorite at all there's not enough multipliers like I guess like if you do it you could go like Connor 
Ingram Brown with Rudolph. Like, it, I still don't feel like there's enough multipliers for the touchdowns in this one to build this stack too many times. I don't hate building any stack on this type of site. <laughs> like, you know, we talked about it in week one. It was like, um, it was a Washington stack or something like that, I, I think. And like, it did really well. So, I don't mind building any type of stack on this site. Um, but I did I did want to go back to something really quick before we get out of here. Um, the process of multiplying, calculating multipliers, um, my son decided that he wanted to talk about it as well. Um, yeah, like putting in the work on this site, there's been a ton of overlay. There's still 20K up top and most of the tournaments this year in this um, $20 buy-in tournament have been like double ups with 20K up top. So putting in the work, using your projection system and basically just making a simple Excel, you know, multiplier sheet for each position and trying to figure out where the biggest differences is in like regular DFS. And then on super draft is super important. Like there's a ton of fantasy sites out there nowadays. Like I can think of like seven or eight off the top of my head. Um, I play on four or five a weekend, six, if you include like draft. Um, so like just putting in the time on a site like this, and taking advantage of the overlay, like, you know, $20 buy-in is not the most ideal price point for your average player, but you can make five teams in this $20 buy-in and treat it more like a double up. And like, you could easily build your bankroll where, you know, you're not doing that on most DFS sites. So you're not putting, you're not putting five teams in the Millie maker and, you know, doubling your money each week, but you know, also like you're playing for 20 K up top compared to like a million, but you're trying to build your bankroll super draft is certainly a site you want to be paying attention to. Yeah. Well put, man. I don't have anything else to add to that. It's just really what you want to get out of playing. If you're doing it to build a bankroll, then this is a great site to do it. If you're doing it to chase a huge, massive life-changing payment, maybe not. Uh, maybe you want to go to another site, but it's just really what you're trying to get out of it. The other thing too, like, and I'm not just saying this because the, you know, we're on the super draft show. I've really enjoyed playing over there, but I will say like the other thing that is really interesting about super draft too, is like, you don't have to crunch the numbers on all your, on your, all your salary cap. Like, you know, you're, you're building what you want to build. And that's always fun when you're sweating out teams as well. So they have a ton of stuff going on at super draft um, this week and every week so far. So take advantage. Like, like I said, Andy, like when we're getting these tournaments where they are almost double ups and you got 20 K up top, you're not getting that anywhere else. So take advantage of it. If you're trying to build a bankroll, don't just do it because it's the super draft show. Do it because you like money and you want to build a bankroll. So um, is there anything else you want to add about any of these other players? I feel like we built some, you know, we built a really sound cash lineup, in my opinion. Like that's going to be probably be the cash lineup that I end up using outside of maybe like injuries. But um, I feel like we did a great job on, you know, cash builds. There's some tournaments. Like obviously I think one of the best game stacks on super draft this week, we didn't really talk about it too much, but Arizona Cincy, we built it for cash, but you, there's so many different ways you can build it for tournaments as well and build around that stack with all the multipliers. So um, anything you want to add before we get out of here, before my son cries and your internet decides that it doesn't want us <laughs> to do the show. No, the only, only sum up I have is I love the cash bill we have. And my favorite game stack was that uh, Houston Atlanta. Yeah, man. Houston, Atlanta with Arizona Cincy. Like, I'm going to go build it right when we get off the show so I don't forget to build it this weekend. So, 
Anyway, if you use the promo code grinders on superdraft.io, you'll get 10 bucks um, once you first make your first deposit over there and start playing. So check them out. Um, I, I like it. Uh, we'll be back next week with the Wednesday lineup building show for Superdraft. We got some stuff coming up here, football shows later today and the rest of the week. So if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get that stuff as soon as it comes out. He is Meansy. I am Stevie. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.